This is CliffCentral.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday. Thursday, the 15th of September, 2016. Welcome to the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. My name is Sampiwe Petros and welcome to the shortest hour in the week. Of course, I'm never alone. Gentlemen, are you alive and well? Doing big things? Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. Always doing big things. It's Where's Up, That Guy. Where's Up, The Maestro. <laughs> We're not alone, right? So, gentlemen, what's poppin', man? It's Vaughn the Poet. You know, I'm in the building, hard, all the women and children. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I expect from Lesejo, but Lesejo Maponga. Lesejo Maponga, living my best life, taking back the land. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. uh, one grass at a time <laughs> yeah. One blade of grass at a time He started in Cape Town He all started in Cape Town Listen, you know, I, I see you living your best life, bro You've been doing big things in Cape Town over the past week, right? Just trying uh, Funny enough, I'm supposed to be going to Durban tomorrow I'm still contemplating it Yo. Uh, But basically, look, long story short I was in Cape Town, it was good It was a bit of work, a bit of fun Yeah. Uh, but long story short, when I come back from the land I'm, I'm coming straight for Stellenbosch first <laughs> I'm coming straight for Stellenbosch first like, like that doesn't even make sense, Vaughn. Nah, it doesn't, right? You gotta go for it. Nah, I gotta go for it. <laughs> you gotta like, go for it. Get 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 get, get um, all those grapes. Make all the right type of wine and and put like put like Cosa names on all of it. Yeah, dog. Uh, put me in charge. I'm so good. <laughs> it's all about those name changes. All about those name changes. Vaughn, how's your week been, bro? Uh, this week's been crazy, man. Uh, yeah, you know how it is. Like we probably always get a little personal on the show. Yeah, I know. We're going to get into it, bro. Yeah, you know. Sounds like you've been through the most, bro. I I don't even know what you've been through, but I know you've been through the most at the moment. So it's been a a little tough lately, but it's all good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. You staying strong? Yeah, man. I'm staying definitely. (laughs) You're about to blow up. I just feel it, bro. (laughs) You're about to do big things, dog. You're about to do big things. Where's that guy? Yeah, all things good on this side, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been uh, sleeping very late, quite a lot of the time. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's great to sleep late when you're working for yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, and you're working to build your dream and your stuff. So, so it's all been for 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 you know for for the good. And um, and we are also reshaping as you know, unplugged and in charge as the NPO as well. Yeah. So for me, that that's some really great stuff. We got another big thing in the pipeline. And, um, yeah, I always like things like that. It's a beautiful thing, man. I've had an amazing week. I just signed a major deal, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the best time to be alive, bro. Yeah, yeah. shout out to you, bro. We yeah. saw that on, 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 on Twitter and everything. Yeah. And obviously, we knew about it. We knew it was coming. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's, that's a great step, bro. I know it's always something you wanted to do, yo. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and this year has been the toughest, I have to say. Thinking back when I left my job. Yeah. No, I finally have something secure. In Ten const- months later, yo. So, yeah. sometimes, you know, patience. And you gotta be willing to taste, take the risk. For real, I remember man. something Wizard said last year was like, sometimes you gotta be willing to bet on yourself. Yeah. yeah. And when you bet on yourself, you gotta take that big risk because yeah. you're going all in now. Like, yo. I hope you don't quote me in front of your parents. They're like, <laughs> Wizard's such a bad influence. Yeah, like, I, this Wizard. But hey, that's, that's pretty much the, that's pretty much the topic for today, right? Up- yeah. Updating our family. Hey, Baba. Yeah. And, and making that conversation a little, Less, uh, yeah. in a, well, make it occur a little less these days. Yeah, yeah, It's been yeah. a real thing, guys, honestly, because when I left my job, my parents didn't understand what I was doing, thinking that I'm crazy for, for leaving my job. Mm. But you know what? You don't necessarily have to be an engineer, doctor, or a lawyer to flourish in this life. you got to live your life and live it on your terms and flourish in this life because if you're not, I don't know. I even asked this question uh, earlier today, and I posted a picture last night asking, so if you're not a, a doctor, lawyer, engineer, 
Are you a disgrace to your family? Is it something that that's real? I think it's time to really eradicate these stereotypes, even beyond the 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 career, and rather basically realizing that we have a generational gap. I know I took a big risk. I know Vaughn took a big risk. He's been finding his finding your mind. You, is that what you say? Call it Vaughn. Yeah, man. I have been. I've been trying to find my mind. Uh, but it's cool though. Like it's everything. Everything is. Uh, you know, everything will everything will work out. Mm-hmm. I think as long as we keep doing the right things to some degree. So. Yeah, man, shout out. Like, we, we, we trying to make moves and yeah. trying to find a way to stand on our own two feet. Yeah, what did your parents say when you left your job, though? They're cool, bro. Like, yeah. my mom's, like, my biggest fan, dog. So, really? to be honest, like, I come from a family where we were, uh, you know, tough circumstances. So, tough circumstances breed you in a different way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, that's, uh, you know, that's that. My mom just kind of believes in, in me and whatever I, I want to do, she kind of supports, bro. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is my life, you know, and I think... Uh, She's one of the people that understood that from the jump. Yeah. So we're all good in that in that in that space. But uh, yeah, man. Like, um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a process, but we we figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We figure it out. <laughs> it's a journey and a half. Bro, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's it's nice when you have support like that. When you have that support system, I'm grateful for my parents as well. They supported me. They that's, that's at great, first they bro. thought they'd, it's not necessarily a wise decision, but you know, it's life, and you have to live it on your terms. So you'll be forever frustrated and being forced into a system that isn't you. You know. Yeah, and sometimes I mean sometimes it's, sometimes it's not even about like the work. Sometimes it's just about lifestyle choices. Like yeah. so, for instance, like even if you are working and or, you're, or not working, I mean, so we all work. Let's just yeah. put that out there. We all working. We all we all employed in some way or manner. Yeah, you know, even if it's uh, directly from client to you, as you own a business or you work for somebody, you consult whatever it is. You're all working. Okay? Yeah, but uh, I think the the question of like you know where we you know where we're looking at sort of. Um, you, you know, the discussing is is when it comes to like, like imagine, bro, like you you've just got a certain preference in the way you want to handle yourself, or your relationships, or your religion, or your taste in certain things. Mm. These type of things also become conversations that you could have with your your family yeah. uh, or the people close to you that bec- that can become a little weird. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because really can. Bro. I think your family always have this idea of what you should be and how you should act and like what you should believe in and all these things, right? They've got this preconceived plan of yeah. who you should be. Yeah. yeah, because they gave life to you. They think I I'm the di- I'm the director of your life. You know, yeah. which is which can become a challenging conversation to have like with your family and even to deal with in your own life, bro. It's true. Listen, I want to get you in here. Um, I I tweeted last night and I said, "Is it a disgrace if you're not one of those career choices?" And Listen, <laughs> said it straight, and then uh, he said, "Yes, if you're not an engineer, you are a disgrace." But if you know Listen, though, like <laughs> you can tell he was joking. Ace. Like that's Listen. Like I, when when Simpua said to me that Listen said that, I was like, "Ish <laughs> Listen." <laughs> but like you gotta understand though, like you know. Yeah, like, so 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 let me break it down for all these oversensitive hey, um, people in the world, Mark. <laughs> Gosh, please! I want, I want I'm the, one of them. Are you one? Of, you see, like people like like Weza. Weza, Weza gets touched. He's just um wearing his, his heart on his sleeve. <laughs> when um, I read that, I was like, I know he's a clown. Bro. <laughs> yeah. So so listen up. Um, the truth is, stereotypes are stereotypes, right? Yeah. So so um in in a typical black family when you say you go to university you you're typically saying those three right yeah if you tell your parents i want to go study actual sciences they'll be like what's that you know i could be some type of an engineer or all they heard was just sciences they probably think you're mixing chemicals or whatever yeah um i know a couple of parents i mean a, a couple of guys who said you know i i studied to be um I, studied, I did my cfa and i did a while and my parents probably have no idea what that means <laughs> they have no idea how much of an accomplishment that is yeah and it's a little sad really 
So for the mere fact that we think that engineering, medicine, and what's the other one? Accounting or law? It's law, yeah. It's law. Or the pinnacle of academic success in, in university is, is a very sad thing. I think the fundamental question is what is success? Because it's a very subjective view. If you yeah. And, like and, and, and the reason why I can throw around such comments and I can do it quite bluntly is because, quite frankly, I don't even see the value of academic of formal education. Mm. So formal academic um, education, like yeah. what is its value? I've been yeah. questioning myself. So I think, I think like to a degree, I, I actually agree with you, bro. Um, you know, we, I think all of us sitting in this room have some form of sort of a, you know, a formal academic yeah. qualification, yeah. Uh, whether it be from a diploma to a degree to an honors or whatever it may be. We've all done it. Um, and we're probably looking at doing a little bit more, but we kind of in that space where we like, is it worth it? Yeah. Really? Because when you have a look at the people around you, generally the most successful people, uh, tend to be people that, um, you know, follow the intuition, um, kind of have this, this, this entrepreneurial spirit, which drives them to keep on learning practically and to make right, the right connections. And it's really just being very good with people yeah. uh, that seem to get quite, you know, quite far in life. So I, I understand your point of view there, but I think to some elements, you know, a formal education, we can't take away what it can do for you. And yeah. I think what it can do for you, and I'm not talking about it being a ticket to a job interview. I'm talking about the way sometimes a formal education um, can can make you think. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a there's an element that you can learn from it. Um, it's not to say that because you you pass business management with a distinction that you are now the best business, business manager, manager in, in yeah. the country. <laughs> you know that if you if you believe that, you need to get educated again. You're being right? fooled. Yeah, yeah, you, you're actually an idiot. So <laughs> so so what I what I, but what it does do though, it does teach you some what of a framework that's ideal to follow. And in fact, a lot of the textbook stuff I've learned has given me a blueprint on what not to do. Yeah. So I kind of like, I kind of look at it in that way. And I think sometimes what it does is in the environment in which you study. So I think going to college and going to university um, as part of the education process is, is, is what teaches you a lot. You're dealing with people then, you're dealing with different cultures and religions, there's no uniform, everybody is, you know, on the same mission for some sort of common goal, uh, which is to pass. So I think in that sense, you learn quite a bit about Mm. yourself and Mm. about life. Mm. Um, Mm. But, you know, what the textbook teaches you is not necessarily the blueprint to success. In fact, it is completely the opposite at times. Mm. You know, I think... I think what, what needs to happen is we, we, we kind of need to look at, at the education process as a, as an experience rather than a, um, a, a textbook sort of, uh, parrot reading, studying, uh, type of process because mm. that, mm. I think your point is extremely valid. Mm. We get, we get tricked into believing that all of a sudden we remember what the textbook says and now we're very good at what we do. Yeah. Whereas I think life, you know, us sitting here, we can attest to the fact that it's, it's actually not even close to being no, true. No, it's true. It's actually know? quite crazy. You're in varsity, you get a lot of a theoretical approach or, mm-hmm. or a theoretical yeah. view on life. Then you step out and like, you go into the working world. You're like, what? Then you see the deepest flames and you wonder, <laughs> why the hell did I study for so long? Dog, just, yeah. just to unlearn everything. Dog. It's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. But I'm not saying... I'm not saying if you're studying right now, drop out. Uh, we're not saying no, that. We're what, not we're, saying what, that. We're, what we're saying is, what we're saying is, have an open enough mind to understand that once you get this degree or get this p- diploma, whatever it may be, that it it hasn't actually equipped you to be excellent at your job. Yeah. That part is up to you to develop yourself personally. It's up to you to go. All right, I'm going to get better at my interpersonal skills. Yeah. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to learn how to do X, Y, and Z because that's the part that actually you know makes you a a, a whole rounded. Um, person that can be entrepreneurial and it can actually be a good team player. It makes you relevant. That's a powerful thing. So one of my lecturers, probably my favorite lecturer, he said, you know what, if you want to be excellent in anything, 
do what needs to be done. So really, like you said, the blueprint stuff, the textbook stuff. Mm. But then also do more than what needs to be done. Yeah. And that's the stuff that you must learn yourself and go outside, go outside get practical knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. But essentially a formal education. So studying is never a liability. So studying is never a waste of time because exactly. you're always learning something new. Yeah, you're always upgrading yeah, yourself. So it's yeah. never a waste of time. Yeah. Um, I think once you get to your master's level, you might want to really take a deeper look whether you want to go further or not. And you know, something that I was thinking of the other day is that, you know, the employment process at, at companies, I think it's one of the most narrow-minded things in the world. Yeah. I Word. read, you know, Word. I read, I read, I read, um, I read sort of job <laughs> offers and, and, and like briefs on, on, on positions it's and just not appealing. work scopes. And I read it and I think, you know, you put down these bullet points on a piece of paper that are supposed to determine the roles I play within that company. I think to myself, you know, I think 80% of the time, if not more, if not 100%, those bullet points don't materialize into yeah. something you actually need to do. You can't articulate what role someone should play within an organization filled with dynamic human beings, filled with the dynamic um, relationship between clients and, and service provider, and, yeah. and these type of things. Like You can't really articulate that in a bullet point form. But what you can do is is tailor your, your hiring process or your employment process less around the factual achievements of somebody yeah but more around the personality the exactly. adaptability the potential the you know those type of things where i think they do think of them but i think when you read a piece of paper which is a cv and you're making decisions based on a couple of bullet points you know it's a it's a very interesting and a very tricky very tricky um, job to do. It's a very interesting thing because apart from just having those bullet points, how do you cater for the millennial? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like, we actually, like, I hate CVs. Like, yeah. you know, my CV is lit, dog. I've got so much things on it. Yeah. Mm. And I think to myself, but I actually don't like typing this thing out and sending it to people because yeah. this thing yeah. doesn't do justice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. let me come speak to you. Let's talk. Let's chill. Let's do something. Give me something to do. You'll see. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like, I feel like we got to really change the way those type of things are thought about. You yeah. know? And, and, and I think it starts internally and it starts with things like formal education, family. You know, I think if we shift that mindset and that culture, I guess to some degree we can change the, the, the future, you know, scope or the future way of doing these, these business transactions. Yeah. And these so the hashtag needs to go to hashtag update my company. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll do that one next. Yo, update my company is a very good one to talk yeah. about because that's another that's dynamic. another thing, yo. Because it it all starts with the family. I think I'm glad we started with the family, and then we need to go into the corporate space and yeah. actually view how it works. Yeah. But now my question is like, Weza, Weza has been quiet for some time. Now I want to go to Weza. So, <laughs> Weza, you you studied chemical engineering, but your life is completely different. True. When you when you were pursuing your dreams, how how were the family dynamics? Because I know you had to make a lot of sacrifices on this journey to where you are. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um. Look, it was a lot of um, back and forth. Yeah. I, I think um, I probably had the conversation of leaving the chemical engineering field um, probably about four to five times yeah. or maybe even more times with my mom. You know, um, I had it actually in, in first year after the, I think after the first or the second semester. Yeah. And uh, it was it was just because yeah, it was after the second semester. So it was around December, um, January, somewhere there. It, and it was just because I'd failed one module. Cause, so I, I'd passed all the modules, but I'd failed one. And I thought, hi, it's going to add a year. No, sure. I want to change. <laughs> and, and I just, and then my mom said, no, do you want to change because you, you want to, um, are, are you changing because of the time or are you changing because of, you know, really the passion? You, you really find that you're in the wrong space. And I thought at the time, well, maybe it was mainly because of the time. And then she said, well, if it's the time, take as long as you want. 
don't change. Yeah. You know, then I thought, okay, cool, let me stay. Yeah. But then throughout the time, then it became other things. Now it became really just really discovering who I am, you yeah. know, and, and what I'm really good at. And, and so many people would say to me that, geez, man, shucks, I wish I had what you have because I mean, you've got, you've got, you know, something that you're really good at mm. apart from this engineering thing. Like everyone else is so, is so, um, dependent on an, a formal education to make it. Yeah. And when I, you can make it without anything, mm. you can wake up in the morning and make it <laughs> pretty much, you know? Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I always, you know, would just shove their opinions to the side and think, ah, man, come on. At the end of the day, we probably all need, you know, a formal education. Yeah. We can't make it without it. And, um, as things started growing and growing, and I mean, I would have this conversation time and time again to say, Hey man, maybe I should. And then obviously emotions get in the way, yeah. you know, when your parents get emotional and then you don't want them to be emotional yeah. and you don't want them to stress. So you say, no, no, calm down. I'm not saying I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm, I was thinking about it. Your, op- your options you know, are open. You know, when, when you have to say to your mom, no, man, can't, I mean, can't we have a safe environment where we can just share our thoughts? <laughs> come on. Bounce some like, ideas. Like, come on, man. I'm just trying to bounce some ideas. <laughs> and family does not allow you to want to bounce your ideas off me. Mm. Don't bounce your ideas here. Go bounce them somewhere else. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes how family is. So, yeah. so it was really a bit of a, a really, delicate matter you needed to curve around it slowly mm. and you know the seminars helped when my mom came to a seminar and i'm out here talking about living your dream and things like that and with the first seminar that we had last year yeah yeah around june Ju- june july it was in july and then after the seminar then i'm again i'm starting to speak about these things and then she's like oh is that why you out here making these seminars inviting me you wanted to subliminally tell me something you know and i'm thinking no mom that's not it please like just calm down like no i'm not leaving i was just thinking about it you know and uh but eventually you know when you start now Taking all the boxes. I, I've always said that your parents want three things from you. And I asked my mom before, beforehand, look, what do you want from your child? What do you want from a, from, from any of your kids? And then, I mean, she said, I mean, I want you to be happy. Mm. And I think all parents want their kids to be happy. The next one is they want you to be secure and then, you know, not to, to be financially secure, not, not, um, you know, dependent on too many, um, uh, depending on too many variables, yeah. rather depend on constants, you yeah. know. And they also don't want you to be in debt or anything like that. They just want you to, you know, live a good life. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's simple. So if I can prove to you that through living my dream, which is, you know, something that I've been building for for the past five years on the side, if it now is on a level where it's solid enough for me to tick all your boxes, will you allow me to just be who I want to be? And then it was like, oh, well, I guess I don't have any, uh, you know, objection to that. And then that's when now I could, you know, say, okay, cool. I'm going to make that move only when I know that I'm ready. And when I was ready and I was able to show, show with, with contribution and at home as well, yeah. you know, um, hey, property one, property two, hey, this, hey, that. And then now, uh, when, when they can start to see things and they can start to see, okay, financially, this guy's stable. Um, he loves what he's doing. He's, he's happy. And, um, you know, he's not necessarily drowning in, in too much problems and debt and this and that. And then they can allow you now to do what you want to do because you've 
pretty much proven yeah. that you know how this life thing works. So you're showing the fruit. They need to see the fruit. They need the to. I've, I and what I said at the previous seminar was that f- a family. When your family is technically outdated and you're wishing that you can update your family, you update your family by not showing your your you know your your um experiments. They don't want to see experiments. They want to see results. Yeah. It's like how your, your teacher in the science class does not want to see your experiment, the apparatus, that yeah. stuff. They want a report of what happened in the lab and what are the, hey, the results, what are the conclusions, what can we draw from what you were doing? Yeah, don't in the show lab. me your plans. Show me what you did. Yeah. yeah feel me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, I mm, get that. But it's, mm. I think it starts with the plan though. But it you, starts with but the you plan. Do that internally. But the, yeah. Yes. The, yeah. most times, yeah. Family does not want to hear the plan unless they, I mean, if you like have Chad's family, even Chad's mom was, um, Chad the Don, his mom also, I mean, his mom is pretty much involved in his music and yeah. everything. But before he went off into this music journey when he was still studying and, mm. and playing soccer and stuff, and then he said, no, I want to now go into music. Even there, there were formal discussions that were made to say, okay, what are we going to do? How are you going to do it? Show me some plans and show me some results. Right. And only then can anybody, in anyone in their right mind, can only back you once there's, you know, a concrete, solid plan for you. Yeah. And these people care really deeply for you. It's it's mainly because they care. It's not because they're they trying to hold you, you back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, sometimes you you might feel like Rick Ross, like these niggas want to hold me back. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and it's really just because they they really want the best for you. So you need to show that look. This car is safe. It has safety belts. It has rubber tires. Yeah. They're filled with air. It has petrol. It has oil. It's safe. It's been SABS approved. Everything's great. It's roadworthy. Yeah. And people believe in it. When yeah. people believe in it, then it's, it's a wrap. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't allow your, your child to go into a car that was made by Makelo Ane. It's not even tested by anybody. <laughs> You know, and the same thing applies for your parents not wanting you to just do whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want to take this conversation uh, to the next level. We've spoken about the career and all of that, but uh, just after the break, we're going to take it to the next level. Talk about relationships. Talk about a lot of other stereotypes uh, uh, that are out there with within families and, and all of that. So on the other side of this, there's still a lot more lit conversations. All right. I don't know what's happening with so with uh, the technical difficulties, but we're out here. And on the other side of this, like it has to happen. I don't know what's happening. Maybe the conversation just happened now. Maybe hey, the bro. universe is trying to tell you that no, maybe, a break for what? Maybe it should just happen now. But hey, bro, like yo, so maybe yo, I think I think God's telling you let the music stay on Touch Central. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, keep, bro. keep that there, though. Right so, here we talk. <laughs> so my issue is like, um, yeah, yeah. While, while we, we wait figure for, it out, while yeah. we wait for technology to it's agree cool. with us, let's talk about relationships now. You know, we live in South Africa. There's a lot of we're in a multicultural and very diverse nation, yeah, right? For sure. And um, for me, there's there's something that we never really speak about, and that's interracial relationships. Lesego, I want to ask you: if mm. you bring a white girl home, what will your parents say? I have, and they were right. Well, they were right. Yeah. All right, Vaughn. If you bring a black girl home. Are they gonna be alright? Uh, my mom's gonna say shout out. <laughs> like, like I think, I think, shout I think, out. I think, I think, like, to be, to be honest with you, my mother has, like, I'm pretty fortunate in that way. She's always kind of accepted me, uh, like, the way I am, you know, my family's always been that way. My, my, you know, my dad wasn't always around when I was a kid and, and whatnot, but my, my mom, 
my mom's always been real cool with that stuff, you know. Yeah. Like I've had uh, I've had um, sort of uh, interracial relationships. Yeah. Uh, but I've I've never really dated an African girl. Yeah. I've only dated like colored girls, and mm-hmm. you know, I've, yeah, whatever the case is. Um, but I, my mom would be cool with it. I really don't think she'd have a problem. She'd be like, if it's if it's a cool person, if it's a good person, you know, then then you know, and you happy, then shout out, man. She and she'd be, she'd be she'd be completely comfortable because even yeah. in her own space, I think she's you know she'd she'd do the same. Exactly. Yeah. And where's that? What about you, bro? Yeah. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, oh, Simpiwe, oh, Paylord. Yeah. Yeah, wait to get. Ah, wait, nah. Are you, ah, call, call, are you call, call. winning now? <laughs> yeah. Are you winning oh now? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, like I thought we could just let that slide. You know, we have to th- throw in a little bit of Trevor Noah in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, interrela- uh, um, interracial. Um, I think, well, I've only went as far as colored, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I haven't really, um, went Indian, Chinese, Japanese, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like my mom, them have always predicted that we coming from the whole suburb living will probably be the first ones to bring white yeah. girls. Are uh, you, are uh, you going to have a white girl? You. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, it kills me actually. What's, what's funny is talking about those expressions that you just went through now. Um, I really enjoy the way like black guys express themselves when it comes to girls, dog. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I was in Bromfontein uh, and I was walking down the street with my with my girl at the time, and yeah. uh, and this guy walked the guy walked like towards us, and as he was walking towards us, he he looked at her and he was like, mm. and then he looked at me, he's like, ah, uh, boy, it's I'm sure she motivates you, ne? I by now you are a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn, bro. <laughs> I wanna. I want to keep this conversation going. I want to read a tweet quickly. I tweeted this last night. And yeah. um, at tweet underscore Nick said, um, nah, fam, love is love. Although me hooking up with someone who isn't a Christian would disgrace my mom, sadly. Isn't a Christian? That's yeah. crazy, right? That's deep, bro. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Fun, it's, yeah. funny, it's funny how that happens, though. It's a very interesting uh, tweet, that, because it's it's something that happens like in our day-to-day, right? Yeah. It, don't we find it that... that uh, you know, we, we don't easily discriminate with race. Like, yeah. let's say our generation. But we still have this funny thing about religion. Like, hey, bro. I can't involve myself with like a Jewish person or like a Muslim person or, or whatever the case yeah. is because I believe in a certain way. Yeah. And I understand maybe, you know, religion does go a little bit deeper into like, you know, um, it, it goes into like the, the afterlife and those type yeah. of things, which mm-hmm. makes you a little bit mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. weary of, of, that, of, of what you believe in or what you choose to yeah. do. But it's still interesting that as a human being, we can choose where we discriminate. Yeah. That's crazy, right? It's crazy. It's a choice. How are we free? How <laughs> fit? <laughs> and, and, and the other person, no matter how good they are, no matter how good they are to you, no matter how well they treat you, for that mere fact that she's Muslim and you're Christian. Right? It's a and, and, and you know what even kills me more, bro? Mm. Check this out. Each one of you think the other one's going to hell. Yo. What? Okay, wait. Let's leave it there. Play let's, the music. Let's play that music <laughs> and we'll get back into it. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. How to start your great with Kellogg's and the Kelman 20. Don't procrastinate. Do what you want to do and do it now. Be as good as you can, but they can't actually ignore you. Run your own race and stop comparing yourself to other people. On your own pace, your own race, your own lane. Love yourself enough to work on yourself and be honest with yourself. The main thing is action every single day. Small attainable goals that will get you in the right direction. Hashtag start your great. 
This is CliffCentral.com. So yeah, we're back. This is Unplugged and In Charge, and we've been having some lit discussions out here. I see social media is going down. Where's that? Full listen, bro. Yeah, so um, I uh, put out the hashtag, um, update my family, and I asked, what are some of the things that your family has forced you to do? And I've got here uh, Musadiwa Motswana, uh, who's at Konzam1, that's her handle, and she was saying, to study electrical engineering, yo. <laughs> and then she's got that face. That's sad. Yeah, that's that <laughs> face. So, so, I mean, these type of things do happen sometimes where your dad or your mom studied a certain thing and then they want you to follow in their footsteps because they've got connections for you already. Hey, they've bro. got things in the right places and they know that your life's going to be so amazing if you do what I want you to do, my son or my daughter. So please just do this. That time they don't even know who you are, dog. You know, maybe you <laughs> have other things that you want to do, but they're like, you know what? I know you got things, but look, I've got this life thing sorted and figured out because I've delivered it before and I can give you all the advice. I've got all the connections. Your life's going to be so amazing if you just do as I say. Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you, um, live in that type of situation? How do you, you balance it? Um, because there, there are a lot of young people who, you know, just mark, go ahead with whatever their, their family say. It, it almost, it's a, it's like a arranged marriage, but this one is an arranged career. It's, <laughs> it's actually exactly that. Yeah. And they think, no, you don't love him now, but you will grow into him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you will learn to love each other. You will learn to love yeah. each other, just like the same with a career. So, you're going to the bank because your daddy and your uncle all are in the bank and you're going to learn to love the bank, you know, and the money will get to make you love the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got an interesting uh, tweet out here from I am Nelly Swa. She says, uh, I asked her about the interracial relationships. Is that yeah. a disgrace? She's like, nope. I wouldn't dollar because which basically means she doesn't want to speak English all the time to a white guy. Lit. <laughs> lit fire lit fire. sometimes you, you are thinking of those things like yeah. I have yeah. a friend who um his mom uh, well he he was raised by his grandmother and she's you know from the deepest parts of Eastern Cape yeah. and um so everyone speaks Tosa and it's they they don't have this whole English vibe going on there yeah. at all. So now he married a Kenyan lady, but now she's English. You understand that even the family of the Kenyan lady will speak English. And even when they're meeting, it's like um awkward vibes because the, they're just looking at each other because mm. they, yeah. they the family from Kenya is trying to be friendly. Like, hey, yeah, it, it's a, it was a nice drive coming down here. Yeah? And <laughs> the grandmother's just looking. And then, you know, now he as Mkwenyana has yeah. to say, oh, but he, eh, begum nandu, uguza afa, eh. So you must be a translator. And then now always. there's a translator vibe. It, mm. It's always that time delay. Yeah. It's awkward. And so some people just don't want to deal with the awkward vibes and also the, the customs and things like that as well. Yeah. So I've got another tweet here. It's from at miss underscore pause. She's like, if there's no return to land, yes, it is a disgrace. Ach, there's what? no land. There's no relationship. <laughs> what? Yo, man, you know, you know, you know, you know what could happen though? You know what yo. could happen though? Let, let, let's check this out. Check this out for yeah. a strategy. Yo, maybe, maybe. We, maybe the land can be taken back strategically. Intentionally. By penetrate, <laughs> by penetrating the households. Honestly. I know. Because, because, because now you got a, now you got that, now you're a white girl, the black guy comes into the house, he's with you. All of a sudden, I own this land now. <laughs> all, I know, say? all I know is when Miss Paul tweeted that, I'm so black, so it went like this. Ooh. <laughs> 
I'm sure they went crazy. Yeah. They, they were like prenup for why? Yeah, for like, who? But I'm thinking, I'm thinking like strategically. Let's take back this land one white girl at a time. Exactly, dog. What's the flag? Or like one, or like, or like one white boy at a time. I'm taking back this land. Yeah. So hey, yo, 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 get your English on point. You know we, what I'm saying? We send our agents. I know we see you, dog. 007, 008, 009, they're all out there, dog. Atlas pause. We see you. Doing big things, right? One, one month marriages, you know, they don't have to last long. It's just, yeah, just marry, get the land, go. Smashing crap. Sm- <laughs> <laughs> Smashing crap. <laughs> you guys are lit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to that. But scary is that in like the next five years, this is how Parliament's going to be. <laughs> yeah, Doug, I'm out there, Parliament, bro. Smashing crap there. this land. Yo, we're out. <laughs> this, this, yeah, is it. this is so lit. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a yeah. good way to look at it. Smash and grab. Wow, yeah, but that's... I feel like, but I feel like, yeah, man. Obviously, like the land conversations are one for another day, yeah. and you know we all probably share the same sentiments in this room when it comes to that thing. Yeah, dog. But uh, I think, yo, man. I think, um, you know, her view. Yeah, I think, I, I think her view is lit. But I also think, like, yo, don't limit like your possibility of love and that type of thing to some sort of political thing because. You know, if we look at things that way, we bro, we, we might as well never be friends. Yeah, have, you know what I mean. Like, we yeah. can go so far as to being like a little bit crazy. But your point is made, and your point is taken, and it is definitely understood. It is considered. It's highly considered. Yeah, yeah. we have we have put it in the archives. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna throw some bones out there. Yeah. Um, because I still can't get over that whole religion um, you are, aspect of things. Yeah. Fish dog. And I mean, Vaughn dropped the biggest line for the fact that you could be dating the love of your life. But because she does not pray in the same manner, I don't even say to the same person because I think we all pray to the same person. Yeah, amen. But they don't they don't follow the same rules of prayer or the same yeah. or the same the type routine, of yeah. routine or whatever it it it, it may be. Um, you think that that person won't be with you in the afterlife, so they won't be with you forever. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. It's like think about this: in order for me to go to heaven, somebody else has got to go to hell. Yo, bro. That's it's, it's, you feel me? It's it's emotional and it's, and vice versa. So like that 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 concept really messes with me, bro. So I've been thinking about that for a long time, but I guess that's also a topic for another day. But it's no, something it's, to think about, yo. No, in the meantime, yeah. For me, it, it it even evolves to the fact that I don't know if you guys have heard about this uh, Pastor Anderson that was supposed to come to. Oh, but that was crazy, bro. Yeah. It's crazy, dog. Going in, I was like, damn, you that's know, crazy. You see, that's my problem. You see. Christianity, that guy, you know the Bible. I'm a Christian. I'm a proud Christian. I'm gonna call this yeah, out because it needs to be addressed. And if you on, if you on social media, you know some is a yeah. proud Christian. Yeah. <laughs> straight up, straight up. That guy's not a Christian. The Bible says, "Beware of false prophets." All I'm gonna say is, Pastor Anderson. That is not a Christian, dog. Christianity is based yeah. on love, bro. The fundamental pr- principle of Christianity is love. Yeah. How can you hate on another person because it's, their sexual interests are different to it's, yours? It's it's a crazy thing. Can I just can I can I throw something in just while we're on the topic? It's something that you guys. Can dissect on your own, but yeah. there's something I've been thinking about. The conclusion I come to: my brother, my brother Jade, he's yeah. a, he's a, he's a big thinker. You know, yeah. he's, like, he's, he's, he's like my homie, man. That guy, like for real, and he's a, he thinks a lot. And me and him have these conversations quite often because we were raised in a Christian home and, yeah. and, and the whole lot, you know, and um, baptized the whole thing. So like I, I um. I get, I get, I get the vibe, but I think to myself, just like Lesejo said, that I think we all sort of, at the end of the day, pray to some. With the same God mm. We've just translated it differently I think those translations Come from culture Yeah And I think culture Comes from mm. where you grew up And the, and the environments you were in Right mm. um, And the place of the world You come from So I think what we people Have done over the years Is tailor um, Tailor belief And tailor God To suit their culture yeah. And their cultural norms Okay That's where Christianity comes from And you know Hindu and Muslim And all those type of things Come from But at the end of the day There's only one God That we pray to Okay And then I think 
Then I started thinking to myself, you know, it's 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 uh, it's unbelievable how we how we um how we 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 kind of automatically believe that because we've translated it in this way, that is the only way it is. And you start thinking of it in today's time. Where we are like a westernized nation, or yeah. we've got this free millennial mindset, we start tailoring the idea of, of 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 religion and belief into a very free, a very open relationship with God. Yeah, right? which is which is which is great because I think it allows you to be a little bit more open minded, and it allows you to be yourself, bro. Like, that's a, that's yeah, a, yeah. A, it's, a deep it's, just, it's just crazy. Like that 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 whole concept, the whole concept, that whole concept. Like it, it just it makes it it makes me think that maybe we're just missing each other in the world. Like we just we just not. We're just missing each other because of the noise of our different translations. But that's the fundamental problem you know? of people. They never understand each other, bro. And that's what causes yeah, conflict and, and everything. And it's not necessary, yeah. though. I don't think it's necessary. I think at the end of the day, like, we have the same principles. Like, I think every religion fundamentally is based on peace and based on love. Otherwise, really, what, what is it, you know? Yeah. I'm sick and tired of people trying to tell me about their religion. I want to see who you are. I want to see your heart by the life you live. That, yeah. So for me, that's the biggest thing. I'll, I'll never force a religion or something. I'll never force my Christianity on everybody because I need to be myself and allow my life to speak for itself. Let but your it, life preach but, louder than your but words. In, but, in, but in today's, with regards to today's, today's topic, let me put a question out yeah. to you guys. How will you raise your kids? Bars. How will you teach them to hmm. think? Will you allow them the freedom to choose what they want to believe in? I think or will you dictate the will you dictate what you believe is right for your individuality in your life? What, how I would think, you do that? That's, I think it's complicated. You, I think you need to allow your children to have the choice and think about it. And if they if you're really an influential parent that you're supposed to be, they'll believe in what you believe because you're supposed to be their role model. So you never a, force it on them. Never force anything on them. I hear you there. Yeah. And now this is another question. So I hear Sim, and I think Sim's got the right intentions with what he's saying. Mm. But let me let me counter you with that. Do you think? That when you speak of forcing, you sp- you're speaking about telling them this is the way it is, but you want them to just live. Yeah. But do you think that if, because you believe in something, right, you create an environment around that thing you believe. Yeah. Therefore, your kid is raised in that environment. Therefore, yeah. does your kid actually have the freedom to choose? But that's because, how life is, you know? But, 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 but this is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, so yeah. imagine, ima- what, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to put out here is like, imagine a world, imagine a city or a mm. town mm. where nobody taught anybody about anything to believe in. So you have what would that dynamic choice be? now. You yeah. have choice. What now. would that dynamic be like? D- would there be conflict? Would there be a common understanding of what we should all believe in mm. unanimously based on our human intellect, right? Or what or would it be chaos? I would I would love to know what that would be like. But obviously but, um, we can't we can't know that. But what I'm trying to say is how objective as a parent, updating my family, right? Yeah. How objective can you be as a parent to say, I'm allowing my kid to really grow up in a situation yeah. where he can decide or she can decide what mm. it is she wants to be like. Well, the, this is a very um, touchy subject. And yeah, yeah. one cannot really generalize when you talk about, especially something like religion. Yeah. I'm talking about maybe the conversation of two minutes ago. Then I'll talk about the conversation of now. Yeah, yeah so, so it's just feeding off it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, the, the conversation of two minutes ago about, um, you know, what, what, um, Christianity and what is it and... and um, defining how someone else is not a Christian or someone else is a Christian. And these things are very, very complex and it, it can't be, um, it can't be, um, explained in one sentence, you know, in one answer. Um, so, so in that, in, in, especially in that one there, I think 
it's it's one that we need to just respect. It is it is bigger than the uh, the the ten minutes that we have still left <laughs> for the show. It needs and like it's, a couple it, of hours. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. It, I don't think we should unpack it now. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And then now, now talking about yeah. um, freedom, freedom, especially when it comes to even careers, whatever it is. Yeah. F- whether it's careers, whether it is um, you know, what what type of people to date, you know, um, some some sometimes you in in a fa- in a household tattoos are taboo and other household tattoos are fine and if you come with a, a hip-hop artist uh, as your boyfriend I, uh, it's a problem you're a family disgrace and, 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 and that's actually what it is when you um, inculcate your beliefs and your um, what you think is right mm. onto the family and you raise your child though you think you're gonna you're raising them to have choice but you 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 speaking very highly of doctors uh, yes. the whole time it influences them. and then yeah. yes and then one day when they say my, my dad you know what i've heard every all the really great things that you've had to say about doctors for the past 18 years but I, uh, growing up and so on and it's really inspired me so much so that i want to be a musician yeah <laughs> i like, want to be a stand-up comedian yeah now yeah. all of a sudden you're a family disgrace yeah. in a way not necessarily a disgrace does not always necessarily mean that you are um you know you you're doing something horrible like you're the black sheep. it's as if why would you do that, my child? What? You're so smart. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. And they feel, you know, they, they really feel bad for you making that type Sometimes of Sometimes they feel like they made a mistake somewhere or something. Yeah. Because and to they, them, it's so wrong. You know, when the mom and the dad have a conversation, they're like, where did we go wrong? Shame, like, where's that? With Lesejo. I don't know where we went wrong. And <laughs> I've what, heard that a couple of times. But, <laughs> but, but what needs to happen, really, you know, with, with some families, I've, 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 I remember chatting to this kid. He was like nine, ten years old. And I asked him, hey, so what do you want? to be and he says i want to be uh an archaeologist and i'm like what the That's hell crazy man you 10 years old you know about archaeology and and digging up bones and things like and i say so who pays you because <laughs> i don't even know who pays yeah, archaeologists company does that you know and you know and he, he he explained to me and everything and i and i asked again so how did you get to be in like how did you get interested in this because just about Two, uh, a year ago, I asked this little kid the same question. It's just some white kid I met randomly. Mm. And he said before he wanted to be an, an, an actuary. And he had an uncle who was an actuary. Uh. And I thought to myself, these are two very unconventional routes that people... It's not like it's always mentioned on TV or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. He had to know about this through something. Through and I asked experience. his mom, so what do you do? And his mom is just like... a. She's just a, a teacher for grade ones. So she's clearly not connected with people yes, in the higher yeah. ranks or something. She's just a, you know, yeah. a, a little or middle class lady. But the interesting thing is she finds out, oh, my child is interested in bones and stuff. Okay, I'm going to go find someone who knows all about archaeology. So she she took cool. her son and went to Vitz because they found that in Homo Naledi yeah. and met the pro- professor and said, you know what? My son actually wants to do what you do. Have a chat with them about it. Shout out to that and mom. then now the, the child is able to, you know, grow his mind in this new field. And you know what? A year later, the child said from archae- uh, uh, from from. Uh, Actually, to to you know, the child made the switch. He's ten years old. He makes a switch in career. The mom's like, okay, let's make you find out about that as well. It's a beautiful and, thing, yo. and that's that's not channeling your child. And then you probably find that that kid when he's eighteen, he's like a rapper. You, you know even if he yeah. wants to be cool. exposed, but at least yeah. you allowed the child to see all the world and then make a decision. So expose yeah. them to yeah. the world. That's yeah. that's a 
powerful parenting. Yeah. Can yeah. I interject here? So essentially, and this is for another show. We're gonna mm. start. To, we're gonna speak about experience and exposure. Yeah. Mm. And how your quality of life and how much you earn, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, affects that. Yeah. Tremendously. Yeah. And, definitely. Definitely. But, um, but um, sorry. Rewinding back, when it comes to the whole talk around religion and spirituality, yeah, we put a man on the moon forty years ago. Yeah, why is it that theologians, all of them in the world, the academics, why is there not probably a study to say? And there probably is. Mm -hmm. um, it was probably my our responsibility to go find it out to say that if there's all these religions out there in the world, yeah. what is the golden thread that ties them together, and why are they all so different? Yeah, why? Why? Is, why yeah. I mean, if Jesus is the most quoted prophet in the Quran. Why do Christians still have an issue with Muslims? And why is there yeah. still a bit of a clash? Yeah. So I think that is something that needs to be unpacked. And I think there's no reason. It is a very complicated issue. Absolutely. I but think, I think it's something we need to look at. And I think, I think it's become complicated because of the lack of discussions around it. So yeah. I think it's, it's, awesome, it's awesome that we can chat about these it's things. It's an unplugged conversation. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Unplug yourself. Like, unplug your emotions. And we just yeah. talk, man. We just talk. And if we're wrong, yo, hit us up on Twitter. It's okay, dog. At yeah. least we're talking about it. We're talking about the stuff yeah. that isn't spoken about. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah. what it's all about, you know? But so, yeah, so updating my family, I think, is very important in 2016. Like we come from a, we come we we like we know we're growing up in a time where our families come from a different place, man. Like Yo. a very different situation. They grew up differently. They have different beliefs. They have different ways of living, and we have completely new ideas. Yeah. And I think you know what, you guys hit us up on Twitter. You know, hit us up on Twitter at unplugged underscore ZA. Uh, even you know tag cliffcentral.com or yeah. cliffcentral.com on, on on Twitter and hit us up with things that you would like to update your family on. I know Wiz has got some more info. On what's yeah. happening on social so, media? So yeah. uh, more tweets are coming in. Uh, we got I um I'm Quincy underscore Body um saying uh, I asked um. Um, I, I said on Twitter, um, there are new careers out there. Some haven't even been named yet. So family must be open-minded, right? Yeah. Um, unplug, um, um, hashtag update my family. And then um, um, I'm Quincy underscore body said, never. You'll always be a disgrace to them if you're not a lawyer, doctor, <laughs> engineer, nurse, etc. Yeah. I like, actually got a tweet from I am Quincy underscore body as well. I asked if if you're not an uh, accountant, engineer, doctor, lawyer, are you a disgrace? He's like Quincy, I'm Quincy underscore body said, according to the black com community and society, like it's a real thing. Yeah, even, yeah. I mean, I am like, Quincy underscore underscore body hit me up as well, uh, saying <laughs> saying yo, I am Quincy underscore body yo. That's that you guys you going in? Yeah, you're yeah. going in. Yeah. They hit me up. They said yeah. Um, yeah, she says oh, uh, he says a disgrace that. They, well, I asked the question. I said, uh, "Are you? Uh, if you question religion, are you a disgrace to your family?" Uh, they, you know, the reply is that uh, a disgrace is that they might even eliminate you from the family. A disgrace, yeah, such a disgrace true. that they might even eliminate you from the family with a laughing face. So I, I feel like there's a little bit of a personal experience in that one. It's, uh, it's, it's real, dog. Yeah. But I'm appreciative of all the views, man. That's what it's all about. We need to get different points of views and understand each other. The way forward is really coming together and talking about this stuff. Because if we don't talk about it, we'll never devise solutions to them, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, updating our family is is fairly important. I think as just as just as much as it is updating our peers. So you know. Having these conversations amongst young people is important, man. We can grow. We can find new ways of doing things. Because I feel like 2016, man. It's 2016, yeah. yo. Let's so, do something. So, I mean, in terms of just the info, I'm underscore Quincy. Uh, um, wow. Quincy underscore body <laughs> said that. Uh, so, I asked, what does your family force you to do? You yeah. Um, and they said, to be an accountant or auditor. And mm. uh, I guess that's that's the line that uh, he or she is following I, right I, now. I feel like Quincy's family is suffering from Buzzatina Bantu syndrome. Hey, bro, that's a real thing, it's man. It's a real thing. No, it's a real thing. Okay, guys, let's wrap up the show. Let's talk about final words. Go for it. Uh, listen, my final words is actually a shout out, right? Yeah. So one of our very good listeners, I think she's a really cool chick. Um, she goes by, I don't know what her real name is, but she goes by the name <laughs> of Trisha underscore F-I-Y-O. So Trisha underscore Fio. It's her 22nd birthday today. Mm. So I don't say happy 
birthday to her. I know she's been following the show since day one. And I, and I just want to say we really appreciate her support and love. Yeah, and man, shout out. We yeah. wish her to have the best day, the best time of her life. She, 22. Yeah. She's she she from Cape Town? Happy birthday. <laughs> she's oh. from Cape Town, Hold on, let me check out. Let me check out. <laughs> nah, <laughs> okay. oh, wait, she's uh, from Paul Elizabeth. Is that the, is oh, that the right. Cape Town? Oh, oh, shout out. Is that the Cape Town one? Uh, no. Because uh, wow. I, I was about to say, like, the way the way Lissaco slid into that, she's really cool. I thought, <laughs> oh, bro, if it was the same one we were talking about off a. Devastation vibes. Yeah. What last words, bro? Yeah. So last words for me is, um, it's something that I actually wrote, man. Uh, Let me, let me, let me, let me say it to you guys. It's, it's, it's just a little paragraph that I wrote the other day. I said, because, because you know, lately things have been challenging, and lately things haven't been the easiest uh, on my side of the Mm -hmm. world. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm always, I'm always looking to be a better person and always looking to grow in all the situations. So I just wrote a little poem, and I'm gonna leave it at that. The currency of my soul can't be translated into wealth because there's no value that one can put on the strength that it takes to carry yourself. And that's me, man. Powerful stuff, Powerful stuff bro. Like, that's the real stuff. Sure, I'm stealing that, dog. What? <laughs> yeah, that's deep, dog. Hey, copyright, bro. Wizard <laughs> again. Last oh, words, dog. Well, I just want to talk about the unplugged achiever of the week. It has to be Sampuwe Pedras. Oh, yeah, this man, man right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so well done, Sampuwe. Sampuwe done some real good things. He's been, you know, out there unplugging himself from, you know, the normal stuff, and he really tried to go for his dreams, and it has paid off. First big gig. Yeah. Um, you presenter on the Gusto uh, Project. Gusto Project. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty big. Um, we don't know how big yet. We'll find out pretty soon. Yeah. But it's you know it's a good step in the right direction. So well, I mean you, you're bro. an inspiration for those who still want to do things that are you know closer to their hearts. So well done, man. When you your existence gives people hope that they can do it too. Thanks a lot, guys. Shout out to the squad, man. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this. I mean, it's the you need to surround yourself with the people that see greatness in you long before you even realize that greatness. And we're trying to do big things. We're trying to be those role models. And yeah, this, that's all my that's all I have to say. Do big things in life and be a role model to the next generation. Until next week, this is the Unplugged and In Charge Radio Show. This is CliffCentral.com.